Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check this joint out right here. Jake! Yo! Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake! Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government man. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash The Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can also tune in to iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Type in the keyword search, The Big Brother Jake Podcast, and boom, you're in there. So I've taken some time off from, uh, I don't know, I guess it's been two or three weeks since I did the last episode. Uh, it was an emotionally charged episode, so if you heard it, Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't, go back and listen to it. Um, I have not promoted that one as much because after listening to it, I can't do it again. And I know a lot of people are feeling the same way. It's just about everything. Um, I have had a very hard time trying to keep up and do episodes and the like because this particular podcast is one that I do as an escape to everything that's going on, which I'll continue to do that, and I will work that platform, all right, <laughs> most definitely. Um, but there's not a lot of positivity that I can talk about lately, you know, and I, I know it's my podcast, and I talk about myself a lot, like, oh, I've lost weight, and oh, I'm going through this and that, but with everything that's going on, I I just, it's really hard, man. You know, I sit here at this microphone, and I try to plan out the show with some bullet points and, and try to do things, uh, you know, that's really chill and cool and, you know, try to make it fun, but I, it's hard. Like, I, I'm a news junkie, but I don't like to pollute my brain with what's going on in the news. And then, oh, well, let me go to social media and let me just forget about everything that's going on and, and try to escape and, you know, try to see people's family pictures or what you're up to. And... I can't escape there because everybody is on a side. Everybody is on a platform. Everybody has an agenda. And the podcast is meant to be fun and crack jokes, make fun of me, have my boy P-Dub come on or, you know, have Stephen A. Smith, you know, talk about sports and culture, or have my boy Curtis King come on or, you know, Afro or different rappers, musicians, stuff like that. Uh, and we talk about things that are topical, but we don't get too deep in it for that reason. And now, it's just, what the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> like, serious. <laughs> That's the only way I could put it. I mean, the world has lost its damn mind lately. And what once was like a place of calm and peace, and yeah, there's a lot of underlying things that have been going on for years and whatnot. Okay, I get all that. I do. And I have a lot of struggles with it myself. But one of the things I pride myself on is not so much being to where I put blinders on or, you know, people get mad. Take a side. Now, I don't need to do anything you tell me to do. All right? I'm independent of my own thinking and how I feel. And I've had people come up to me. Or not so much come up to me, but like hit me up like, oh, you should talk about this on your podcast as far as, you know, and let me go on. And, you know, but they're divisive and they're polarizing 
And I want people to, you know, express their thoughts and their feelings. But I did a little social experiment yesterday on social media. And I don't even want to talk about it, go into depths with it. But it was so polarizing that I know for a fact we as people, people, all races, all colors, creeds, associations, whatever, we cannot sit down and have a calm, chill discussion about race relations or anything else going on in America because everything's tied into one thing. And I just, I don't understand it, you know. And that's the thing about social media that, you know, I've, you know, professed my love to social media many a time on this podcast. But you can't escape anything, even on there. Because, you know, about three months ago, everybody was a medical expert. Everybody could tell you everything about COVID-19 or, you know, for or against masks, all that stuff. And those same people have turned into social activists and can tell you what to do, tell you how to act, tell you how to be, tell you how to do everything, you know, in life, how, how, how things go on. And the thing that's upsetting me lately is people aren't putting individuality first. You know, everybody... It doesn't matter who you are. Um, they wear their political affiliations like and their beliefs. Like, you know, they carry it like it's a gang or a family crest, you know. And a lot of this that's going on is quarantine, okay? I think a lot of people have been cooped up. I think a lot of people have had a, had a hard time, okay, uh, uh, you know, staying in the house. And so people are ready to be themselves but amplified because they've been held up. That's not the only reason, but that's my belief. But here's the thing. And this is what I wish everybody could do. But, I mean, this is, again, these are my beliefs and my beliefs only. I wish people could just be individuals again. I don't, you know, like, for example, so-and-so the cop, so-and-so the activist, so-and-so the podcast host and radio guy. No, 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 no. Why can't you be Johnny? Why can't you be, you know, Christina? Why can't you be Jake? Why can't we just go back to that? Because the thing is, people are wearing their beliefs and their political beliefs and their affiliations and everything on their damn sleeve right now. And this is what irks me to no end. I don't see any of that shit, okay? I never have. I never will. If you're good people and you're good to me and you're good to my family and you're good to my loved ones, you're the kind of people I want to be around. I welcome any and all um, beliefs and, 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 and opinions on everything you do. Okay, you know, I know friends that are supporters of Trump. I know friends that were supporters of Obama. I know friends that are anti-cop. I know friends that are pro-cop. I know friends that are cops. So I get all that. And I'm mature enough and grown enough to know that I could put any beliefs anyone has aside and be friends with them. As long as they're not, you know, blatantly showing me racism or classism or being rude to my friends and family, I will always give you a platform and I will always try to listen to your reason and how you think. But what the hell happened to people not being so worried about affiliation with anything? Why are people so damn worried about what people think? Why are so many people just tied into what they believe? I don't understand that. I'll never understand it. Because I grew up in a society, look, my mom and dad, when they were married, it was illegal in 28 states. They experienced so much racism living in Washington, D.C., which was the forefront of the movement for civil rights, okay? My dad was drinking out of water fountains that said colored on them, okay? And he married a lily white woman. 
you know? So I acknowledge both of my heritages, okay? And I'll defend both heritages till the day I die. But those heritages aren't who or what defines me. I am an individual. I can think on my own. There's no such thing as groupthink for me, and groupthink is a dangerous game. And I see a lot of it happening right now. And if you don't know what groupthink is, you need to Google the term groupthink. I learned it in college, and you'll be surprised. It happens to a lot of us, you know. A lot of things that, that go on um, in this world is based off of groupthink because some people just blindly follow things. And I want to see both sides of everything that's presented in front of me before groupthink you know, comes into fruition. And I get it. Some people make a living off of what they do. Some people have a sense of community. I get all that. And I support anybody that's down for their movement that's positive and pro- progressive. But here's the thing we've lost in this country and this world and as a society. And my sister, you know, she kind of, we had a discussion this morning and she kind of, Put it in perspective for me. So many people, you know, we aren't who our occupations are or what our affiliations are. You know, I fall in love with people based off of their heart. And if you got a good heart, that's fine. I disagree with half of my friends 100% of the time. We don't see eye to eye on everything. But guess what? We're mature enough to say, I love your ass as a human being. And I can agree to disagree with you, but still love you as a person. But a lot of people nowadays can't just let that go. You know, they, 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 they want to assume that, well, if you don't like what I like, hell with you. To hell with you. I don't care. I don't want to be down with you. I don't want to be associated with you. You're allowed to have opinions. You should have an opinion. And whatever you believe in, believe in it fully. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But if it's going to affect anything with my family or our friendship, then that's where, you know, that's where it ceases, okay? So... If I believe a certain thing and you're going to be like, well, I can't talk to you no more. First of all, you weren't really down with me to begin with. So that's just stupid. Okay. And fine. Kick rocks. I don't need you in my life. But that's the problem with people. Because any affili- anything or any person you're affiliated with can flip on you at any time in the world. Okay. You can be down with, you know, your job. Boom. You're fired. Then what? Then what? All of a sudden, the, 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 the job you were down with. They turned their back on you, let you go, and you spent all that time putting them first. Put your family first. Put your friends first. Put yourself first. Okay? That's the problem with what's going on in the world today. And I really didn't have a damn thing to talk about. I just cracked the damn mic open, and I had like two or three bullet points I wanted to get out. Okay? And it's funny because I put out a video saying, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I want to talk about. I got a lot of suggestions, and I'm going to tell you about 20% of them you'll hear next segment. (laughs) but one thing i'm not going to talk about next segment i'm not going to talk about how people feel about what's going on today because i'm fucking tired of it i'm dead serious about this i am dead serious i can't take it no more and there's a lot of people that that think like me okay that they turn on their their tv and they see all the craziness that's going on okay and then you go on your social media look i'm trying to post videos of my baby riding her bike for the first time and talking about fun things that i'm going through and try to be positive with my you know fake philosopher stuff and and, and, you know the one time i I talk about something that's polarizing people can't do it in a mature matter everybody they're so strong in their beliefs which is fine but it gets to the point where they're hurtful 
It gets to the point where they start insulting one another, and that's where we have problems in this country. And I, I, I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. And here's the other thing. It's like, what? if you like peanut butter and jelly, there's always going to be somebody that says, peanut butter? Oh, my God. Why? I prefer ham and turkey. Okay. But that doesn't mean we both can't sit down and eat our sandwiches that are different and enjoy a meal together. Like, we can't do that. That's the problem with people nowadays. If you can't be down with their cause, then you just can't be down with them, period. I don't get down like that. And if I want to talk about on my podcast, you know, my experiences with bad cops, I'm going to talk about it. If I'm going to talk about experiences with good cops, I'm going to talk about it. You know, but we can't do that no more. It's either black or white for everybody. There's no gray area no more. But this is what I'm going to do and I'm proclaiming this right now. As the Princess of Munda, I claim, no, seriously. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm proclaiming this and I'm taking it back, my podcast. We're going back to being in a utopia of sorts. I want to go back to escaping and taking a break from this hard, cruel-ass world. We're still going through a pandemic. We're going through a lot of social unrest right now. You know, cops walking off the job. You know, people getting killed. We're starting to see people get hung, hanged. I used the proper I used to say hung. It's hanged. People getting hanged like it's 1960. I feel bad if anybody had like a 50-year coma and they woke up like, man, uh, you know, everything on TV is going on. People getting hanged. What's going on? Is it still 1965? No, sorry, it's 2020. What? Seriously. And I just wish that, first of all, I'm, uh, this might be biting the hand that feeds me. The media does a lot to fuel this fire because there's a lot of pro, uh, peaceful protests all over the country right now. Thousands of people. You don't hear about it. You don't hear about it. But let one of those fools break a window and bust some shit open, and all of a sudden you'll have nine camera crews there. It's fact. And then that fuels that fire to other people saying, see, that's why people can't peacefully protest. Because you got these idiots, and, you know, just like you don't want to be judged. I, you know, I'm not even going to go into that. But that, that's the point. Like, people only want to promote negative because that's what gets attention. If you see a, a story on the news, uh, you know, kid cleans up, a uh, 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 riot area gets a car and scholarship. Boring. That's what the news director or producer saying. But man, you get the you know seven people beating somebody up. Or the other day in the Bronx, I saw this idiot dude hit a uh, a female with a skateboard. A young lady. What the hell, man? And then it's all over social media. Like, why would you even promote? I can't watch stuff like that. And that's just me. Maybe I'm Pollyanna. Maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm the guy that puts my head in the sand like an ostrich. I don't care. But like my circle, you know, we, we want to promote each other and love one another and, 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 and not think about this. I could put all my affiliations to the side on everything if you love me and I love you back. I'm not socially inept and I know what's going on out there. I'm hip to what's, what's, what's going down. And, and that, you know, I'm not stupid and I'm not trying to avoid certain things but don't try to lump me in and say i'm not down you know with this or that based off of my affiliations or my skin color or who my friends are or what i do okay because i'm not gonna be the one to do that and i'll be damned i don't care i know there's people that think like me they don't care about you know their uh, you know affiliation they just want to be loved and get loved back they want to be able to barbecue with their friends and talk about fun times and not bring up crazy stuff 
or talk about, you know, being negative. Again, I'm not being Pollyanna with it, man, but I'm just tired of it, man. I'm so tired of it. I don't want to talk about anything else, man. Like, I don't want to see this. You know, I had to send my baby girl, my my four-year-old daughter, back to preschool because she's asking questions that I answer, that I answer, you know. Well, Daddy, you know, the coronavirus haven't seen my friends. Well, you know what? I'm going to take you back to school where you ain't got to worry about nothing but seeing your friends, coloring, and taking naps. And she's happy as hell. And... You know, it's hard to explain things to my older two, two kids. You know, how come my, my friends can't come over or I can't go to their house? Because we're still going through a pandemic on top of everything else. Well, we see all these people outside doing this, this, and that. And restaurants are opening, but I'm like, yeah, but people still aren't ready to, you know, hang out. I'm sorry. That's just their rules. That's what they do. And it's hard for them to digest. So as a single father, I have to try and distract them when I have them and, and, and be a little more active in my parenting and a little more creative in my parenting and doing all those types of things to keep normalcy in their life. But life is not normal. So it's hard. <laughs> and then you got to explain what's going on, you know, with, you know, racism and police stuff going on. It's just it's a lot of work. You know, and I got people on the front lines, both sides. And it's just like, man, I don't want to, I love y'all, but damn, like, let's, let's figure this out. And I, I get a lot of hell for that because I'm on the fence, so to speak, which I'm really not. My belief is, man, if you cool with me and you love me and my family, you treat me good, I'm down with you. You got some hate in your heart. You got something bad towards my people, my friends, my, my heritage or ethnicity then I got a problem with you, okay, straight up, and that's where I lay on that, so yeah, it's been hard to try and do a podcast that's not, that doesn't touch on some of the bullshit that's going on out there right now, and all of it is, you know, it's just frustrating, I won't diss either anything, but it's frustrating to deal with this kind of stuff, so I'm gonna tell you what, man, I had a few suggestions, we're gonna go back a little old school with, uh, how this podcast is going down. Um, but I'd be stupid to not address it somewhat. You know, it, it's really sad. It scares me. To be honest, it scares me to know that in 2020, people are still getting hanged off of trees, man, and being lynched. That scares me to the point where I have not had a firearm in years and I'm going to get one because who knows what the hell's going to happen. I got to watch my back. Just to the point, man, like, I'm not, I don't fear anything but God and the IRS and Mike Tyson's jab. That's it, you know, and losing loved ones. But we, we got to take a stand somewhere, y'all. We got to figure out where, okay, it's not about this or that. It's about individuality as human beings. It's about being a human being, a caring, loving human being. When can we get back to that? When can we just put down everything and just give each other a big-ass hug? When can we do that? When can we just get together and have a damn barbecue and not worry about politics, not worry about civil unrest, not worry about what's going on out there and just have some motherfucking fun? When can we go back to that? Because right now, the way it's going, it sucks. It sucks really bad. And I don't know when this is going to end. But the thing is, you need to think about your affiliation and how it affects you. Because at any given moment, people can turn on your ass. Then what? What are you left with? That's why I'm loosely affiliated with anything. Because if you're my homie, 
if you're my girl, if you're my brother, whatever the hell you are, if you down with me individually, I got your back forever times infinity. But don't place certain things above your individuality. When you can become who you work for or who you affiliate yourself with, you lose all self-identity. Then when you lose self-identity, you don't really care about the people you love or care about. Because you're so down with what you're doing that it becomes a sisterhood or a brotherhood and all of a sudden you lose all sense of reality and that's who you're down with. You can lose that in a second, boom, like that, and then what happens? You got to go back to people and eat humble pie and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I'll put blah, blah, blah in front of who I am as an individual. It's about what's in your heart. And it's about being a human being, man. Individuality. Remember your loved ones. Remember the people that care about you. Remember the people that are down for you. Why are we going to go back and worry about who we affiliate with and put that over individuality. Man. So, yeah. So, it's been really hard to try and come up with a podcast, you know, and, and, and think about things like that. And I'm, I don't want to be controversial. You know, I don't care if everyone likes me, and I don't give a damn if anyone hates me. I, I really don't. Because I've gotten people say, your podcast sucks, and you, you suck, and you, you, it's unlistenable. But I've noticed that they've listened to it a lot (laughs) that's fine but i'm tired of hurting i'm tired of crying i'm tired of being sad i'm tired of logging on to social media and seeing the same bullshit i'm tired of turning on my tv and seeing the same bullshit i just want to be happy again man i want my friends and family to be happy and love and kiss and just just get down man like don't want some music have a barbecue and you know play some spades play some bones and just get back to living life and loving life and worrying about how fucking hot it's gonna be outside or damn what's on the grill or man you know so-and-so's getting with so-and-so like fun times happy times man people don't want to do that no more we're, we're living in an age where especially now again we got a lot of shit going on we got pandemics we got civil unrest we got People, it's, oh, it's just crazy out here. Let's take a chance. I'll be the first one, man. You see me on the street. You see me in person, man. Master or not, give me a hug. Seriously. I want to give hugs, man. I'm about to wear one of them t-shirt free hugs. Probably get stabbed. <laughs> and that's all right, but I, I just want to love again, man. I want to laugh. I want to laugh. I want to travel. I want to do things, man. I want to get back to how it was. And it's up to us as individuals to be able to say, man, fuck this, fuck that. Let's just get together and make this happen. And remember how we are as individuals that love people. There's no love out here, man. There's no love out here. And it sucks and it hurts. And I really wish that, that you know, I, if I had a genie, it'd be in racism and cancer and you get $50 million, okay? And a lot of those problems could be fixed, especially $50 million. <laughs> but seriously, man, like, we got to fix this. The people that complain the most are the ones that aren't willing to take a chance. You know, I'm willing to sit down and have somebody, you know, from every affiliation, whether, you know, it's like, BLM, cops, whatever. We can all sit down. I'll, I'll, I'll come to you and we can have a, a, a discussion on a podcast and hash this out, man. Or, you know, 
I put a racist person on here and I put somebody that's, you know, whatever. And we'll talk it out. I want because I want to get to your psyche and figure out why do you hate so much? Why do you feel your affiliation is so strong? You know, I'm I don't personally attack people off of their affiliation. I, I attack them off of how they treat me as an individual. And there's not a lot of that anymore. So there's some things I want to discuss next segment and get off of this crazy wave of, of, of uh, negativity and sadness that we've been, all of us been going through. Like I noticed some people that are posting a gang of stuff now and I notice people that just completely retreat and don't post no more on their social media. All because of what's going on. And some of them are affiliated. Some of them are, you know, and you know what I mean by all that. Don't, don't like, what do you mean by it? You know what I mean, okay? So with that being said, this is why I've taken a break. This is why I haven't talked, but I'm a little bit passionate about what's going on and I just want to, freaking love again and have fun again and travel and eat good and just people just gotta stop being so damn judgmental all the time so for those that promote love and for those that are being positive man more power to you i want to hear more positive things i talk about on the podcast but um, what i'm gonna do now is talk about some of the things y'all presented to me that's not in the headlines starting now hello everybody you listening to my daddy, Big Brother Jake. This is the Big Brother Jake broadcast. Bye, everybody. All right, so let's have some fun. Um, again, I'm always proud of myself on this being a fun podcast, one where we could escape from reality for a little bit and talk about fun things as well as um, social issues and serious issues and individual issues and whatnot. And I got a lot of pretty cool questions because people were like, oh, well, you know, you don't have anything to talk about. Why don't you talk about X, Y, Z? And guess what? I don't back down from a question. I don't back down from a challenge. And let's go ahead and do that. So first question, it says, do you think what happened to George Floyd and the civil unrest in America, could that mean no football being played this season? I don't think the social unrest would do anything to affect the NFL, to be honest, because of it being such a big money machine. However, with COVID-19 still lingering, um, you know, Dr. Fossey came out and said it's prob- probably not possible an NFL season will happen. And I think a lot of that is, you know, the large crowds that attend football games, um, the extreme con- um, contact that everybody has uh, in the sport, you know, a lot of sweating, touching, grabbing, bleeding on the field. So there's a big risk of people getting, you know, testi- being tested positive. So do I think football will happen? I do. Because it's just too big of a money machine, you know, and and let's get this straight. I mean, I'm all for going back to work and opening up America again because we need it. I mean, I've been personally affected by it. I will not be at the bubble in Orlando doing Clipper games. I will be stuck here in Los Angeles and I will not be doing any type of work broadcast wise for the Los Angeles Clippers. And yeah, financially it hurts, but. It also breaks me because I love what I do. So I think if anything's going to stop any sport, it won't be social unrest because people will still protest as they play. But I do think 
in my honesty, honest opinion, um, if anything shuts down sports, it'll be COVID-19. So there's that question. Um, another question. Have you been out since they've opened restaurants in the Los Angeles area? Yes, I've been out to eat several times. And it's been a fun experience to be out again and break bread with people you love and care about. And ordering off a menu and being asked if you want appetizers. Hell yes. It's been really nice. <laughs> and, um, you know, but there's also that fear of, you know, somebody doesn't have their mask on. They sneeze and you get it or whatever. That's that fear. Not my fear. Um, because I put my hands in God's hands. <laughs> That's not a popular answer, but I'm not afraid to, you know, walk that down or anything. Um, I do wear my mask where it's required. Um, I try to wear my mask when I can. Um, if somebody's more comfortable me wearing one next to them, I'll wear it. But where it's required, I don't. I'm not one of these guys like Aubrey Huff that goes out there. Oh, I'm not wearing one. Okay, I'll wear one where I have to. But like obviously, if I go to a restaurant, I'm gonna eat. I can't eat with a mask on. Got to keep it off. So yes, I've been out and I've gone to restaurants. I've gone to the beach. I've I've gone to the gym and. Uh, it not it's not that different, you know. I just wipe down more. There's more people that are wiping stuff down, and I've always been a clean freak because when you work in radio, you're always around germs. People share the same microphones, the the same workspaces, the same uh, audio mixers, and everybody's touching everything. And so I have no problem, you know, being extra clean, extra cautious. I'm not working out with a mask on. I'm sorry. It's just too hard. I'm already asthmatic, and you can't really breathe through those things and try to, you know, run. I can't. I can't. Maybe somebody else can. So, yes, I've been out, and it's been fun. <laughs> so, there's that. So, thank you for that. Um, another interesting topic that I was asked about or to talk about here on the podcast. <laughs> I I'm going to do it. I'm a little nervous to do it because there's some people that the wound is still fresh. So, But I'm going to bring it up because I'm mature enough to do it. And the question that I was presented was, here it is, sorry. <laughs> For those of us 40 and over, can you talk about dating after 40? Okay. If we're going to talk right now at this moment, a lot of things are still difficult because we're still in a pandemic. Some people are like, you know what, I don't care. Let's meet up. Let's hang out. Things are open. They're just cautious. They practice social distancing. But if we're just talking in general, excuse me, if we're just talking in general, if you're over 40 and you're dating, there's, some, there's several factors. And I, from a male perspective, listen up. You know, the woman you may be talking to may or may not have children. And after 40, most of them are grown, except for me. I'm like the rare exception where I'm 44 and I still have a four-year-old. So it's crazy. But it's it's there's some tricks to it dating after 40. Um, most people after 40 are looking for love long term. You know, when you're younger, you're just looking for a hookup and having fun. You know, this person's chill. Let's go to the movies. Let's go to this. Let's go to the beach. And then, you know, we just hang out. And you could stretch that out for 10 years before finally somebody's like, I want a ring. But when you're over 40 and you're in the dating scene, most women are ready to get married. Most women know what they want already because time is ticking and you can't be out here bullshitting. Okay. 
So, men, know what you're getting into. If you're going to start dating and be out there like that, what you need to know 100% is that you can't be out there messing around. If it's mutually like agreed upon that you're just dating, just hanging out, let that be known. But also, fellas and ladies, if your intention in your 40s is to date, put everything out there. From the beginning, your expectations, because you don't want to lead somebody on and say, oh, I'm a, you know, I, no, I don't want a relationship, but you really want one. Or I don't, you know, and, and vice versa. You got to be straight up about what you want and what you need and what you desire to have in a relationship. And then, you know, if you have someone like me that's 44, with three children, single father, obviously, you got to consider the time factor. Not everybody has time to dedicate to that special someone you're dating. So you also got to keep that in mind as well. You know, if you're dating someone with children, you got to understand that's the priority. Straight up. You know, if you have grown kids, that's different. But I got a high schooler, a middle schooler, and a preschooler. So my time is spread very thin. So from my perspective, if I'm going to say anything, you know, you got to respect my time. And I got three jobs, you know, and I still work a lot even through this pandemic so those are the things you got to keep in mind um time single parents but also be straight up with one another and figure out exactly what both of you want off the bat because we ain't getting no younger we might as well do it let's get married Uh, y'all don't want to hear me saying but (laughs) you get the point all right so keep that in mind all right Man, that was weird. Um, <laughs> I haven't talked about that on the on the podcast, but man, I'm an open book. And if anybody has any questions or want to ask me anything about me, I you know I'll share it. So, but yeah, in in instance dating, it's it's a scary game out there. But if you already know what you want and what you're trying to do, and you're you're relationship bound and you're looking for long term love, then make that be known right away, and don't give away all the goods of a married person knowing that that person's not going to commit either. That would be my advice. All right. The other question is, once this is all over, where would you like to travel to? Oh, sorry, I dropped my phone. Um, Where would I like to go? Honestly, I was trying to go to New York this weekend. I was really trying to go to New York this weekend as I record this Um, and see some friends and family in Pittsburgh and Philly, New York, and Boston. I was going to drive all the way from Western Pennsylvania all the way to New England, but that didn't happen. Um, I did go to Maui in January, and let me be honest about that real quick. I went to Maui and left everything that I know and love behind and came home to a whole new crazy thing. Kobe had passed away while I was in Maui, and then on that same, if you look at the USA Today um, on the cover of the USA Today, the front page, it talks about Kobe's death. And how the coronavirus started spreading right away. So I came home to that. And then we played a couple games. And I I worked a couple games. And all of a sudden, coronavirus hits hard. So it was was a crazy experience. But I'm glad I I, I went to Maui. But I came home to a whole different, like, planet, seemed like, (laughs) leaving paradise. But, yeah, I was going to go tour the East Coast a little bit and see some friends and family. But it didn't happen. But. I'd like to go to the Bay, you know, soon. 
not my happy. You know, life is dope. So I go where the dopeness is. And if life is so dope, it takes me to the bay or it takes me wherever I want to do it. <laughs> but I think the bay might be a good spot. Good, good, good start for me because it's close. It's an hour plane ride. I do not want to drive there. But that's what I'd, I'd like to go. That's my first trip. You know, even though we're still in a pandemic and yes, I exercise caution, you know, you eventually you got to be out there and have fun and, and do the things you love to do. So next question I have here, because I'm staying away from, I don't really talk about coronavirus or dating or nothing like that, but, but I said I'd answer it, right? I said I'd answer it. Um, another sports question. Okay. I like this. Are you conflicted if the Clippers or Lakers win the world championship since basketball be coming back all right listen i love the lakers i am a laker fan and my studio is more laker memorabilia than anything honestly um born and raised laker fan thanks to my dad rest in peace bill warner (laughs) listen as a fan I would love the Lakers to win a championship, and it's not an asterisk if they win because if they have a platform to play the season and they win, it's a it's a it's a championship. All right. If somehow somewhere the Clippers don't make it, yes, big time Lakers. Yeah, uh, professionally it would be great for the Clippers to win for me. That's a hard question to answer. <laughs> I don't want to piss off the homies. Or I don't want to piss off my bosses either. If my bosses listen to the podcast, go Clippers from a professional standpoint. But I am a Laker fan, and I'd like to see them win the title. So Lakers don't win it, go Clippers. Straight up. I'm going to just say it. So don't be mad. And if you are, put on a cape, be super mad. I don't give a damn. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Next one. I'm just scrolling through here. All right. Um, Being a single dad through a pandemic, how are you able to keep your kids occupied excuse me well we've all picked up a habit of bike riding now so we go on bike rides around the neighborhood here near the big brother bungalow um it's been a lot of fun i've actually gotten closer to my middle child because we've always rode bikes together and so it's a good release you're outside you're not on your um electronics you're riding around having a good time and um, I picked up biking. But the other thing I've been able to do besides physical activity with my children is I've talked to them more because they have more questions are more uh, inquisitive of what's going on. And they want to see how you feel with everything going on because they miss their friends. They miss their family. They miss, you know, doing the things they used to do. You know, it's weird for them to go into a store with a mask. I mean, that's weird for everybody. I don't, you can't get used to it. I, I'm still not used to it. We'll never get used to it. But. This pandemic has actually helped me become a better father. And and I'll explain. I've been able to be closer to my children because I work so much that I had to take a step back and slow down because work is, you know, slow down for me. So I've been able to talk to them um, openly about anything. And here's the thing, especially to you dads, single dads, married dads, just dads in general that have daughters. Excuse me. Here's the thing you want to do. If they tell you something that is not what you want to hear, don't freak out. Because if you freak out over one thing, they'll never, ever, ever come back to you. So I discuss things with my daughters. I listen 
to my daughters. I'm actively listening and non-judgmental listening to hear them out. Now, once it's all out on the table and they've said what they had to say, then I assess it and we assess together and then I tell them what I think as their father, what they need and what they require to make things better or to better their situation. But I've gotten a lot closer with my girls and we talk all the time. We hang out all the time. I've even gotten into their crazy TV shows like 90 Day Fiance and all that. So I've never, I've never watched TV and I watch it with them. Um, but we also like to do things. I, I'm one of those dads that are like, man, let's not sit around. Let's go somewhere. You know, so one of the things we've also done, you know, that's fairly inexpensive is they love to find their favorite TV shows, house filming locations. So I take them on that. But, you know, just keeping them occupied. It's not always about, like, having them read and do all that stuff. But be present. Just be present. Just have a good time with them and, and let them know that they're loved and they're cared for. And, you know, listen to them. Take up some of their interests. I really learned that my oldest daughter has the same musical taste I do and listens to the same music I do. So it's pretty dope. And she's introduced me into uh, different music that she listens to. That I'm like, hey, hey, send me that one. You know, so just find common interests and make it fun. Make everything a teachable moment without them realizing it's a teachable moment. and <laughs> You'll be just fine. Because I took them around um, the riot sites, like the Boys in the Hood tour. That's what I called it. Um, showed them a lot of places in Los Angeles they've never seen before. And then they naturally started asking questions. And that ended up making things a lot more fun. So those are some of the things that I've had the pleasure of doing um so again i hope this segment was insightful um but i'm gonna go ahead and land the plane now because i don't really have much to say after this but here's the one thing i want to take away from this episode of the big brother j podcast we're going through some crazy times right now with a pandemic with social unrest unemployment and lack of empathy and love. If you can make a difference in somebody's life, you could be there for them, be there for them. I have a tendency to be overbearing to the people that need someone. I want to be there for you so freaking bad that I might be intrusive in a way. You also got to keep that in mind and monitor that too. Some people... Need your support, but need it from afar. Not totally fall back, but like they 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 need you, but be there when at their convenience. And yeah, and it may hurt and it sucks because if you're like me, you always want to be there for the people you love and care about. But you also got to learn to love from afar. <laughs> you got to learn to be there for them at their convenience. It may seem selfish at first, but sometimes people work better that way, you know. People that truly love you will come around and come back to you. And if they don't, well, then they weren't really truly your friend or loved one from the beginning. But this pandemic has really tested relationships, friendships, family, love, and friendships, and all that stuff. You got to remember, everything in life is temporary except death. That's the only permanent thing. And... You just got to find that support system that has your back. But also know if you're 
loving and caring like like myself and want to be there for everybody 25-8, you know, or 24-7, it's hard to fall back. It's hard to love from afar, but sometimes you have to do that. So love one another, man. You see somebody on the street, smile at them. Say hi. It that, that might be the most positive thing they've seen all damn day. You know, do things that distract you from what's going on. If you, you know, going through things because you see what's on social media or you see what's on the news, turn it off. Log off. Take a break. Go for a walk. Go for a drive. Do some retail therapy if you can. But just be, you know, just love one another, man. There's so many people I want to give a hug right now. I can't. <laughs> but eventually I will. Um, just let the people that you love know you're there for them. And don't be, you know, easily influenced by anything. Don't let your affiliations blind you to what's real. Individuality and loving the people that have your back had your back and will continue to have your back. Don't get so lost in all the craziness that you forget who your peoples are. Okay? So with that being said, we're going to end this jam right now. Thank you all to uh thank you to everybody that's listened. Thank you to everybody that's shown love and asked when the when's the next podcast? It's right now. <laughs> and it's ending. So I'll continue to work on things to discuss. And yes, I'll even hit on these issues too if that's what the people want. Because I'm not totally naive to what's going on. I just choose to not give it any more energy because I'm tired of hearing about negative stuff. Push the love, man. Love the individuals. Not Don't be so blinded by your affiliations that you can't love your loved ones, man. That's all I'm saying. And if that doesn't make sense to you. Hit me up and I'll explain it to you. Hell, I'll call you. We'll have a one-on-one. We'll talk about it. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. Again, spread the word. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, tune in. iHeartRadio, which lags a little bit, but that's okay. And uh, you can find all your archived episodes there. Listen to the last one. A lot of y'all didn't listen. That's the lowest listened to episode I ever had. A lot of it's because I didn't promote it. But listen to it. You know, just because. You might learn something more about me, but I love y'all. I love each and every one of you. But anyways, listen to all the damn podcast episodes. Catch up. You got time. What are you doing? Anyways, enough. I'm just blabbing on. Until next week or three weeks from now, whenever I do the next podcast, I say to y'all, wait for it. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. 